What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, so um, so I was like driving for Lyft, right? This one time, and I picked up these like three white girls, right, and from Santa Monica. And you know, I mean, Caucasian, I'm guessing they're Caucasian or whatnot. But so they came in, and then, you know, they're all laughing, they're all nice and everything, and they see me. You know, thinking, I guess they're trying to figure out like well, what I am, you know, because I could be like I look Asian, or I could be Hispanic, and I had my af- like uh, five o'clock shadow, um, didn't shave my face, and then one girl commented, "Oh my gosh, Brittany, you know what my favorite movie is? Crazy Rich Asians. I love that movie." <laughs> Is that racist or what? Is that? Or is that like? Is, should that's, I take that as a compliment or should I take that as like? That's like, <laughs> like, that's like subliminal racist. Subliminal racist. They said they liked the movie. They didn't say, "Oh my gosh, that yeah, movie why, has too many shanks." <laughs> yeah, but why, but why? Why? Why mention it when they see you though? It's like it's like when you it's like me um, meeting a dude who's Mexican, right? And then we just started talking. I go, hey, so what's your, what's your ethnicity, bro? Oh, I'm Filipino. What about you? Oh, I'm Mexican. I'm like, damn, oh, bro. Yeah. I love your burritos. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, oh, you're Mexican? Oh, man. My favorite, my favorite song George Lopez show. I oh, shit. I love George Lopez. Oh, my gosh. I just, like, you could just name any comedian. You have to name George Lopez. <laughs> it's like me going, you at like, like, hey, what's what's your name, bro? Oh, my name is Anthony. Oh, my, my name is my name is uh, Romeo. What's up, bro? It's like I'm good, I'm good. Hey, bro, Dave Chappelle, the best comedian in the world. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. It's not the fact that he's black. He's just funny. <laughs> Oh, uh, you from California? Oh, my favorite movie is Friday. <laughs> uh, so what, bro? Is that racism or what is it, man? It's because like, I, like, when, when, like racism on the lows, like sneak racism. It's like sneaky racism. And, and you know, I, I was waiting for them to like ask me a question, ask me that question because they were kind of looking at me, but you know, they weren't like mean or anything. You know, they weren't. Being disrespectful, but they were looking at me like, like. So what are you? <laughs> I was waiting for them to like ask me that, but unfortunately they didn't because, you know, if, if they did, you know, like do you like do you like uh, cra- uh, Crazy Rich Asians too? Like yeah, I like the movie. It's a good story. It's like no. you can relate to a lot, right? Like not really because first off, I ain't rich. <laughs> What's up? And I said the only thing worse is if they were like, so are you excited for Shang-Chi to come out? Yeah, right? If they know anything about it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm so excited for Shang-Chi because they represent all Asians. Even though he's Chinese. Represents all Asians and I can look up to him because he looks just like me. <laughs> oh, yeah, motherfucker. But he speaks a different language. <laughs> but, but now I can play him because he looks like me. Hey, welcome to the Solo Ant Show. I am your host, Expected Ant, and I'm with Romeo, 
my partner in crime, Romeo. How you doing on this uh, beautiful Wilshire Boulevard day? It's a beautiful night in our neighborhood. Let's get ready to get triggered. Inspector Ed, what up? What's up, man? So uh, today's episode is we're going to be hating on bitches. Goofy bitches. Okay. <laughs> so we, we got separation. We got we got classy women, ladies, and then we got bitches. Right? I mean honestly, even the classy ladies are still goofy. Can be. No, they are. It's just it's just part of being a woman. Just women women in general are just goofy. They do yeah. they do goofy shit. Yeah, that's that, that's that's annoying. But we're not going to get into the goofiness of women. We're going to talk about something that's... Uh, Goofier. Yeah. But, uh, shit, I lost my uh, train of thought. Oh, yeah, so we're going to talk... <laughs> we're going to talk about the... Uh, <laughs> I already know. You know what? I know why you're losing your train of thought. Because you're, co- you're trying to get all your thoughts collected. And you're trying to word this the way you've been planning to word this yeah. since three days ago. Or two days ago, I know, I know, I know. You're we're about to get some people triggered right now. What's the topic, Inspector? At? All right, so the topic of today's show is the hashtag Me Too movement. But we're, not gonna, we're not necessarily going to discuss Me Too. We're going to discuss how. Well, actually, no, fuck that. We are going to discuss Me Too. We are going to discuss but it. No, it's going to come down to it. It's going to come down to it. But the overall message of this episode is how is Me Too ruining dating life? And how and how is dating uh, affecting? How's B two affecting like you know dating? And honestly, it actually took me back to this old uh, Biggie Small song because he he predicted it 25 years ago. And if you all live by his philosophy, you won't be dealing with this because he said that. When I'm fucking off, when I'm fucking off, I'm invincible. I don't love these hoes. That's my principle. Cause bitches go, cause bitches come, and bitches go. So I just get my nut and walk out the fucking door. If we just had that mentality, there'd be no me too. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we should, we should listen to Biggie. Oh, preach it, brother. Preach it. And that, and that's, and that's the way that women have forced men to be. You know, just bitches come, bitches go. We're just gonna bust the nut and walk out the fucking door. And the reason for it, cause, and the reason we're doing this episode, is cause recently, after this whole Me Too thing came out, there's a, a lot of women complaining that they're having a hard time finding men because men don't want to deal with their bullshit. More men nowadays after the whole Me Too thing rather be single and just stay home by ourselves, jack off, and not have to worry about nothing. And you know why we rather jack off and not have to worry about women? Because you watch jack- up. Well, well, not that, but like when you jack off, like you don't have to worry about sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. So, Romeo, I'm gonna kick it off to you. Why do you think women are having a hard time finding men? Do you think that it's well? I think you already know, but like, 
I think the question rewarded is why do you think women are having a hard time finding men after uh, hashtag Me Too? Now, why why are more and more men choose to be single? In your opinion? Because women are are we are we talking about in the workplace or are we talking about in the general uh, public uh, uh, area? Just about, I'm just talking about in general, like in general. Women okay, let me. Women let, well, it's they're having okay. a hard time finding a man. And they're saying that more and more men rather just be single than having to deal with, you know, being in a relationship with a woman. Well, well let me let me start off by putting um, a man and a woman in a working area, in a corporate world. Okay? So now men are being, are, are because of this Me Too movement, it's driving men away from, from wanting to be around women in a working area. Because they become a liability. Women are becoming a liability. Women are, are wondering why they're not getting like a raise. They're not getting like positions and stuff. Because nowadays, um, especially for like hardworking men out there, you know, who, who've been in the company for what five, six, ten years, and they've worked their ass off just to get that promotion, just to get that title, and just move up in the corporate world. They hire this. I don't know, maybe a beautiful looking woman and it like I said, it becomes a liability it, it becomes it becomes like a threat not a threat based on um, academics, a threat on skill because it becomes a threat on their job you know what I mean and yeah. and, and, and it sucks because like you, you've already established and put in the hours of your of your life for the company just to lose it within one day because of, of some goofy bitch who's you know who's gonna take it away from you again not based on skill because we're you know I'm all about equality and stuff like that but I mean at the same time it's like they're becoming a threat because of all these like sexual harassment allegations and that's what i hate and what is sexual harassment like what is what is the bottom line with sexual harassment and what is true sexual harassment sometimes sexual harassment just becomes like we'll see by the, more than by it's the supposed letter, to be by the letter know? of the law though by the letter of the, the by the letter of the law sexual harassment to me is like so vague because technically you looking at a girl's titties is sexual harassment yeah. Mission. So, like, okay, here's an article I found. So, this guy was talking about that, uh, you know, he, he's dating this girl. They just got done having sex. And then after they finished having sex, you know, he was trying to cuddle with her naked. They're laying in the bed naked. They're cuddling and shit. And he grabs her titty. And she smacks his hand away and tells him, You can't touch my boob. Right, this is my boob. This belongs to you. You can't touch my boob without my consent. And he said he was just laying there confused, like, okay, well, he apologized and that girl got mad. Now, see, this article pissed me off because if I was him, all right, if I can't grab your titty without your consent, then, bitch, you can't lay in my bed without my consent. So you just get up, put your clothes back on, and get the fuck out, you know, like, why are you wasting my time, because, I mean, why, who, first of all, why would you cuddle with a girl naked, 
and not grab her titty. Like, what's the point? What's the point of being naked then? That's like that's like a that's like a girl. Like, it was hot. Yeah, there was no air conditioner. That's like you can cuddle. That's like you can cuddle with the girl naked if she grabs you and she starts like rubbing your dick and your balls. You'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, don't touch me without my consent. Uh, hey, look, look, y'all, we're gonna go to my apartment, but look, we gotta take off all our clothes because there's no air conditioner. Yeah, no sure. Nah, but you can't touch my titty though. Yeah, you gotta sleep in the same bed because I got no couch. Either sleep in the floor or sleep in the bed. Okay, but, but... Here's, the thing, here's the thing though. <laughs> she, she, she says they fucked, but after yep. they fucked, they were cuddling naked, and he grabbed her titty, and, and so she got mad. So it's like, okay, we can fuck. After we get done fucking, we can, you know, cuddle, we can lay in bed naked, but you can't touch me. What kind of shit is that? Hey, bro, look, whenever you go on a date with anybody, you know, a coworker or anybody, somebody you meet at Starbucks, somebody you meet at the mall, somebody you meet, like, anywhere, right? CVS, whatever. <laughs> you guys look up, you guys talk, you guys, like, build this chemistry with each other, you know, get to know each other, go on your first date. Um... And then she goes, hey, let's go to your house. Let's go to your apartment real quick. And before you go to your apartment, you tell him, look, before you give me a blowjob, can you can you sign this consent form for me? Like you said, sir. <laughs> okay, no, I was like, I was like, after, after, I was like uh, I, you got to sign a form, like, okay, after we have sex. Here's a, and, here's a and, form. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, okay, if we're laying in bed naked, right, and cuddling, I just, I just want to let you know up front. I like to I like to grab titties when we're naked, so I just want to know is it okay if I grab your your tit? And then she's like, oh, so I'm like, okay, is the right tit okay, or can I only grab the left, or? Can get like uh, like the top, or she can get a yeah. handful. Do you, mind if I, do you mind if I do you mind if I do you mind if I rub your nipples or or what? No, bro, 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 you said you said grab a tit. You didn't say anything about a nipple. Alright. You know what? That's actually yeah, the nipple the nipple's part the nipple's part of the tit. <laughs> yeah, right. He said the side. He said the side of the tit. Okay. So, okay but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. So if we're cutting if we're cuddling naked, right? Let's say we're spooning naked. Um you know, let's say uh since we're spooning naked, I get hard. Do you mind if I just slide it in just a little bit? Maybe just to tip the dick? Or just slide the tip of the dick. Is that okay with you? Look, I have my permission. I can feel, I can feel it. Like you know, you're getting wet, so I mean, you no, know, we might as well. Sign the consent form. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make some negotiations after that. <laughs> I want everything on paper before before we touch each other. Let's have everything on paper. It's like it's like. Um, have you ever have you ever worked in a company? Because um, this happened to me. I was working in this mortgage company. And I was new. I was a rookie. Um, I was 20, 23, 24 years old at the time. Um, predominantly men in the workforce. There were a few women. Uh, there were like three three women out of out of the um, the, the 12, the 12 um, co- uh, working people in, in that department. And there was this one girl. I'm not going to mention her name. Let's just... Let's just call it Vanity Fair. That's her name, right? So there's this one girl who's been working there for a while. And she's been treating me like shit since I've been working there. Since I just started. Like being mean to me, telling me I'm not doing my 
my my tasks correctly, you know, telling me I'm doing things wrong. Um, I was an auditor for for this uh, mortgage company, and so throughout the weeks, uh, my uh, one one of my coworkers came up to me and said, "Hey, you know why she's acting like that, right?" I'm like, "No, I don't know why she's mean to me. I mean, maybe maybe I'm doing something wrong. I am new at this, you know. You guys just gotta give me some time to." To figure out the algorithm of, of you know the work area and how to you know do do my job correctly, and they're like, no, 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 that's not it. And then like all three three more other four guys came up and like, like we all know why she's being mean to you. You know how it is. And I was like, okay, then tell me what is it? Why is she being mean to me, dude? It's because she likes you, bro. You know, and and the thing is, you don't give her attention. And see, in my mentality, I'm thinking like, but I'm not here for that bullshit. You know, I'm here to work, you know, I'm I'm not here to hook up with anybody because I know for a fact if I try to hook up with somebody or have feelings for anybody and for some reason upper management or corporate knows about it, then HR gets involved and then brings us into the office and then we gotta like we have to go through like some sort of a couple's meeting, uh, just to make sure that that it's protecting me, both me and her. That way there's no rape ac- uh, reg- uh, uh, accusation. In the long run, you know what I mean. Well, I mean not only that, but then it's like you, know, you run the risk of like you know. Well, I was gonna say like date. Well, nowadays, yeah, but I was saying like you can run the risk of like you know any drama that you have person your personal life can now flip to the you know workplace. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, I therefore I I, I tend I decided like not to go that route, and and now we're getting these like women talk about like oh you know guys are not paying attention to me or you know guys are doing this or guys need to guys need to chase us 90% of the time they have to make the move and ask us for a number how can we do that how can we come up to you and ask you for a number if you keep dogging us looking at us like we're about to rape you and shit or sexually attack you yeah, like you don't even give us a chance. Exactly, you don't even give us a chance. So that's the pro- this is this is the issue I'm having about this movement, this Me Too movement, where women empowerment. I get it; it's cool. You know, we all have sisters, sisters, aunties, moms, and wives, right? We have that. We have women in our lives. But with this empowerment, it's it's this Me Too movement. It's taking this like girl power, um, you know, in, into a, 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 a different direction, to where it's like like you said in the beginning, it's it's messing up the um, the connection between you know men approaching women and dating and really well, trying to think, you know. I think I think, anything, I think if anything though, what it does though is it helps. These uh, you know, companies that have dating sites, because I think it's eventually it's gonna come down to is that you know more and more people are just gonna use dating sites, because at least online, you know, like if I go on Plenty of Fish, uh, to talk to a girl, a girl really knows what my intentions are, you know, rather than if I come up to her at a bar, then also it can be like sexual harassment. At least enough, if I talk to her online, I can avoid the sexual harassment. But then the, the issue that you run into though is that you know. If you take her on a on a date, and the date doesn't go as she plans, 
then all of a sudden that sexual harassment too. And so I think that's why a lot of men are just like, you know what, fuck it. I'd rather just be single and just jack off for the rest of my life. See, and the funny thing about that story with uh, Aziz, the, uh, the we're talking about the Indian comedian, right? Yeah. The thing about, the thing about that story is that she, she uh, ended up going with him to his apartment. So what does that necessarily mean? I mean, she didn't say anything. She didn't say, oh, stop, Aziz. I'm uncomfortable with this. There were, there were no, uh, it was a nonverbal communication. So... Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. She, I mean, what does she expect? That he can read her mind? I mean, are we all mind readers? Do we well, know? I mean, yeah, but it goes back to the Harvey um, Harvey Weinstein thing. Like, I'm not saying what Harvey Weinstein did was oh, right. I got but, words I mean, on that, bro. All those, I got all the yeah, actresses. Bro. Yeah, all those actresses fucked them to get boogie rolls. Yeah, it's funny, and it even goes back to Bill Cosby. It's like I get it. You know what? It's it's wrong. It, like rape is bad. Rape is wrong. I, you know, for all those rapist uh, criminals, you know, for the most part, they deserve that shit. But in this case, okay, those rapists probably raped maybe a few women. How many, how many, how many women did Bill Cosby rape? Statistically, based on their findings. Well, uh, he he did admit to uh, giving the girls, you know, drugs and and fucking them. How did the girls know that he raped them? Well, that's that's a whole other discussion. I don't know. Probably. My, my, my only problem with Bill Cosby is like, why did they wait forty years later? And that was I was gonna get at that. Like, why take so long and band all together and and talk about the criminal act when you could have talked about this 20, 30 years ago? Same thing with the Weinstein. Like all of a sudden, everyone's banding together. All these women with, with the uh, rape regulation. Uh, well, no, all these, all these has beens. Right, all the has beens. Okay, yeah, all together. And people like you know, <laughs> Lupita, then all of a sudden, like people like Lupita Longo and Jennifer Lawrence, then they jump in. Right, right, and look at all the roles they're getting. So many roles. So many roles, <laughs> Oscar-winning, Oscar-winning roles. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck. I'm gonna fuck Weinstein even more. I gotta get more Oscars. <laughs> and then, and then when he gets in, and then when he gets in trouble, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he sexualized me too. No, so with Lupita, and I love Lupita. Yeah, I love her in the Black Panther. I love her in like the films. I was great. I, I hated her. I, I hated her in Black Panther. I, I I like her character. I mean, she she, she was good. I I like the fact that she was she was like she's in the, the MCU. She was like the most useless character in the MCU. 
Like her only purpose of being there is because somebody decided Black Panther needs a love interest. Well, because because he White State. Out, he <laughs> <out. laughs> yeah, it's his fault. It's his fault. <laughs> because White seemed like, hey, uh, put the pizza yeah. in there. Hey, yeah. Just yeah. trust me. Dude. <laughs> like, bro, you didn't see what she did in the back. Just put her in there. <laughs> uh, she, bro, like, she gave me, she gave me a happy ending. Like, bro, this is, this is straight up. Like, this is not once, but twice. Okay, so she can't complain about it anymore, right? She can't, she can't be part of that, 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 that I hate Weinstein movement because she not did it once, but twice. Okay, but um, that's what I was gonna get at with uh, Lupita, where, um, okay, you got raped once. But why are you going to come back and get a second rape? Like, yeah, I don't get that. Because well, the first time I got raped, I got nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> uh, I figured, uh, if, I, if I let him rape me again, this time I'll win it. <laughs> now I got to get raped three more times to get uh, to, to be part of the, the Black Panther sequel. <laughs> I got I, I to gotta keep my role. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't know, man. Well, okay, so okay, so like this guy, another article I found. He's saying that because of the whole Me Too thing, what he now does is that instead of you know when he goes to a bar, instead of like you know talking to a chick and hoping to get a number, he just walks up to her. Gives him, uh, gives the girl uh, his number, and then he just goes home and waits for the bitch to text him back. And if she doesn't text, then he just moves on. And so now, like, it's kind of like role reversals. Like, you know, now we're just handing out our numbers, just, you know, just to see what happens. Because we don't want to have to deal with this shit. Because we don't have to this shit. Yeah. Um, I think we've, we've kind of seen some of this, um, me too acknowledgement this this me too um um community built when we were in college like um of course we've talked about this um i I don't want to say their names but we we got one girl who's i I mean let's give her a name like one of them is jade the other one is c the girl is c and the other one's j now c um, I guess Jay needed a ride from school to get to work or to get home, and he didn't have a car. So C, the female, decided, "Hey, um, I I I can give you a ride." So Jay didn't want to miss the opportunity because the opportunity of getting a free ride because it does be taking the bus to get to his work or home. So he figured, okay, sure, I'll, I'll take the ride. So C, the female, says, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll drive you every day. You know, I'll pick you up, I'll drive you up, pick you up to school, drive you to work, drop you to home, and then we can do this, like, a daily thing. And <laughs> so you know what I'm getting at with the story. So what happened at the end? After, um, after, after Jay said, I think C said something, I, I don't know, like, she, she expressed her feelings? Or how did the story end with that? And you know what I'm getting at with this story. 
No, what are you getting at? Do, I mean, do you remember? Um, you remember those two, those two people where where, uh, where where Jay needed a ride, and then C would give a, a give him a ride on a daily basis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then at the end, she said something to us about Jay, the guy. She was talking about like, oh, he is the biggest jerk. He never paid me for gas. He never did this. I hate him. He's such an asshole. I'm never giving it. I, I won't give him rides anymore. And so we're like, Jay is like, I don't. I we never thought. I thought Jay was cool. Well, well, basically, he took advantage of the fact that she liked. She, I won't say liked him. She, she was in love with him. He right. took advantage of that and got free rides to school. And then when he finally saved up enough money to buy his own car, he no longer needed her and just stopped talking to her. So whose fault is that? Well, it's hers because she allowed herself to get played for a fool. You know, mm-hmm. she she allowed herself to get used, you know. Um, but I mean, I, but again, I don't... Now, in, the new, in this new Me Too era, yeah, probably if that happened today... I guess yeah. they will claim like sexual harassment or whatever. Sexual harassment. Yeah. Sexual happening between them. But it was just a situation. And I, I, I'm, as a dude, I'm uh, I'm guilty of this too. Like sometimes if there's a girl that you're not really attracted to, but you know she likes you, but you really don't like her. You just take advantage of her to kind of get what you want. Like I, I remember when I was in uh, high school, this girl had a crush on me and she braided my hair for free. And I knew she had a crush on me, and I thought she was ugly, but the fact that I didn't have to pay to get my hair done, I just, you know, used her for that. And that's what Jay was doing. He was just using C as a way to, you know, he didn't have a ride to school, and shit, if, if she's gonna, if this girl that you knows in love with you is gonna give you free rides, you don't have to pay for gas, don't do nothing, and she's going out of her way to pick you up, then, you know, like, why not? Why not do it? And it was just unfortunate when he finally... Got got enough money to buy a car. He stopped talking to her. Like he could at least kept talking to her. He just cut her off. <laughs> Dog made a cameo. Yeah, she she agrees. She agrees. Like that's that, that's a that's a loyal bitch right there. Yeah. <laughs> Not a goofy bitch. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Um. But nowadays, if if, if if that happened today, um, because there was no Me Too movement uh, 10, 10, 11 years, 12 years ago, or, or there's somewhat of a movement, but it wasn't called a hashtag Me Too. But if that was to happen today, she could easily say something and say, yeah, he tried to touch me, and I was just trying to take him to work in school, and he took it the wrong way. Because you know why? She was butthurt. She got, she got hurt because she, she found out that he didn't feel the same way about her, how she felt about him. And it's the same. It's kind of like the same thing that happened with um, the Aziz uh, situation, where he decided like, look, I don't well, need a girlfriend. In fairness, though, in fairness to Jay, though, it's not like, you no, know, we're not sure like did he lead her on, because we only got one side of the story. Well, we did talk to Jay, though, right? We did. We talked to Jay. We said, "Hey, yeah, what but he's, uh, why is she so bad at you?" 
dude, she got she was so mad she uh she decided to join the other team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were they were uh, starting the um the I hate men club. Yeah. Hashtag I hate I hate men. Hashtag I hate men. Hashtag I'm, hashtag I wanna join the alphabet group. So what do you think this this how far do you think this Me Too movement is going? Well, so this, how, uh, how, much, so wanna... how much worse is it becoming? Uh, you know, because here's another thing, bro. Um, there was this uh, there was this movement with women about catcalling, right? How they feel sexually um, harassed when they're walking down the street, passing by. Let's say here's a scenario: they walk past like by damn, a few like damn so, girl, you got, like damn sugar tits. Construction workers, predominantly men, were yeah. physically built for the most part, physically built yeah, for this. Like, God damn, look at them titties! Woo. So passes by, she has like a skirt on, high heels, nice long hair. Passes by construction. Now, that's called catcalling. And now, because of this catcalling, this community group of women are now creating this movement um, talking about rape culture and how rape culture is becoming an epidemic. And I'm like, what? So, what they did is decide to... There was this one one girl who, who was part of this movement she decided to wear a bikini, right? Or like pasties, not even a bikini. But you know those pasties that you kind of like- Yeah, the cover of the like, nipple. Just, just a portion, just the top part of your, but exposing the whole entire person. No, it, it covers the, you expose the whole entire tit, you just, just cover it with the nipple. Just cover the nipple, right? And then she has like- um, Unless she has like, like some, big areolas. Yeah, and she got like body paint to cover the bottom part. So she's fully exposed her, her whole body is fully exposed except for just the private parts. And she's walking around about, she's walking around with this sign called, you know, um, um, rape, uh, rape culture is real and we need to stop rape culture. Like, what type of message is that where you're trying to eliminate this so called rape culture, yet you're walking around fully Talk. naked, but naked? Like and then, yeah, so it's like, it's like you don't want, like, not to get her and, and 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 whistle at her because of her exposition, like because of her being exposed. Come on, that's stupid. Like, what do you expect us to do? If I see a naked dude walking around, I'm gonna look at his ass because I think that shit's funny. Doesn't mean I'm gay. Doesn't mean I'm catcalling because it's out of the norm. Well, yeah. no, but, see, cat, yeah, but cat call would be like if you see her and you be like, "Damn, girl, you got some nice titties." Or like, "Damn, girl, you so fine. I just want to stick my dick in your ear so you can hear me coming." Okay, if you don't, if you don't want guys to approach you in that way, then go dress a certain way. If you're gonna be wearing a bikini and guys are looking at you, don't. This, this, is, why, this, is, this is why I say, this is why I say all bitches are goofy. Because you see the same shit in uh in social in that social media on uh on these online dating apps. 
So uh, I told you, I told you recently um, that I, I started on POF, right? Yeah. And so, like, you look at these profiles on POF, yeah. and like, imagine, yo, so imagine you're taking it seriously. Uh, somewhat. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> you go, you go into the profile. Guys were like, I'm taking it very seriously, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find love, bro. Go find your Ariel. <laughs> Play your fish. <laughs> no, not my Ariel. <laughs> not my Ariel. Maybe somebody else's Ariel. I want my Just Ariel. not my. I want my Ariel to be white with red hair. Yeah, damn. So what happened? Shit, I want to fuck uh, Ursula's Blanchard's ass. Isn't Queen Latifah gonna be Ursula? I thought Ursula was gonna be a tranny. I mean, a transgender. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> but go ahead, we're gonna finish the story, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, yeah, what I was saying was that you see that, yeah, you see that online dating where <laughs> you go on these profiles and a, and a bitch will say like. Uh, I want a man to like you know love me for who I am and like I want a man who doesn't look at me like a sexual object but then it's like okay you want a man that doesn't look at you like a sexual object or, yeah. or fucking pictures are you in a fucking lingerie and a bikini and shit like if I see a bitch in lingerie my, I'm not thinking like oh man that's my future girlfriend right there I'm thinking dude I just want to fuck so it's like you're, you're confusing the issue because like you don't want us to look at you as a sexual object but you got your titties hanging now, so I have no other choice. You're, you're, you're right, but naked. So what naked. kind of message are you trying to tell us here? Like, make up your fucking mind. Yeah. Stop being... <laughs> like, you're confusing me. You know? And we're men, okay? So we're designed... We're, we're designed... To, to fuck anything we see. I mean, I'm just saying... Well, okay, well basically, like... <laughs> if, you at, if you look at the animals... I'm saying, if you look at the animals, though... <laughs> Uh, at all animals. It's an animalistic. It's 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 just nature, bro. It's yeah, just. I'm saying, like, if you if you look at all animals, the men, the male of any animal does what? They fuck as many women as possible. From from re- reproduction, the women, on the other hand, they just you know lay there and have babies. So it's in our nature, yeah. So it's in our nature to fuck as many bitches as possible. Like, I'll fuck the ugly bitches and say I fuck the ugly bitch. Not for no reason at all. Yeah, but you know what they call that? What? E- even though, even though if it's scientifically and biologically fact, it's going to be considered rape culture now because of the stupid movement. Yeah, but see, I look at it as helping these women out. Like I fucked a deaf bitch, just like so just like I say I fucked a deaf bitch. I just want to know what it felt like. Sorry, talk about no discrimination. Yeah, I have I have non-discriminatory dick. But of course, you, I mean, you would you would have an intimate relationship with her because she's also allowing it, right? Well, I wish I wish I would have uh, kept the contact with her because that would have been the best girlfriend ever. She didn't she didn't have to, she didn't talk to me. Well, you guys she could just that's the best way to do it. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't fucking talk. You no, know, we fucked, and then afterwards we just ate and went to sleep. You no, know, there's no talking. I don't have to worry about her bitching and complaining about nothing. Her nagging me. It just, I just come home and she just shuts the fuck up. Because she can't talk. And so, that's a perfect life for me. 
So what, what's matter of fact? I think I'm gonna find me a deaf mute bitch and wipe her up. Oh, good for you, man. At least there's uh, very little to say. <laughs> and be tell her like, look. I'm the only one that's gonna love you, so you ain't going nowhere. Cause ain't nobody gonna love you but me. That's gonna be a, that's literally gonna be a non-verbal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. How do I know? Uh, you never said anything. I'm mute, stupid. With, with her, well, with this chick I know uh, when I was in New York, the deaf chick, well, she was writing down notes on a piece of paper. That's how. That's always why I knew what was going on. Cause uh, we were at this. Uh, it was actually kind of weird. We we're at a, a at the at a bar or at a club, and I always wonder like, if she's deaf, what is she doing at a club? Cause she can't hear the music. And uh, she was like writing down shit on a like on a napkin, and I thought she was just writing down shit on a napkin because we're at a club and it's loud, and she figured I couldn't hear her talk. Yeah. So we were just writing each other back and forth. And then she was like, uh, she asked me if I wanted to come back to her apartment. And I was like, sure. And then she's like, well, before we go any further, I just want to let you know I'm deaf. Is that going to be a problem? And I thought about it for a few seconds. And I was like, no, nah, it's not going to be a problem at all. You no, know, she was cute, nice Puerto Rican chick, nice thick, you no, know, nice thick little mommy. And, uh, yeah, so I went back to her apartment and fucked a deaf chick. And it was uh, the most hilarious sexual experience I've ever had. <laughs> Wait, the most hilarious sexual the experience most, you've ever had? Most hilarious sexual experience I've ever had. So why was it hilarious? <laughs> the way she was moaning. How was she moaning? Oh my god. You gotta stop with that that story, bro. You gotta stop with that. (laughs) Well, they can't, they've probably never heard themselves before. Uh, So they probably don't know what. Don't know what kind of sounds to use. Dude, have you ever listened to deaf during people? orgasm? Have you ever listened to deaf people do karaoke? It's like no, <laughs> no. It's the funniest shit ever. Bro, you gonna get us in trouble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I can only I'll imagine. Be, yeah, I'll be off beat because I can't hear. <laughs> Yeah, but there's lyrics though. You just go by. Yeah, like, but they're off. They're off beat because they can't. They can't hear the fucking music, so they just sing it off beat. Shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how. how a, 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 <laughs> I don't know how that person sings karaoke, but I surely do know how my uh, how my uncle sing karaoke when they're drunk so it's it's probably almost the same thing nah dude it's more funnier <laughs> it's funnier than a drunk person <laughs> it's something like a sober deaf person sick of karaoke 
I've I've heard that singers in the karaoke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because but... <laughs> people, deaf people doing karaoke just tickles me. <laughs> tickles. <you. laughs> oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> I got lost. I got. I got lost in thought here. I don't want to talk about. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Me too. Just because I can't hear this man can't sing. <laughs> oh shit! So well, this is going on with this Me Too movement. I mean, well, okay, let's, let's bring it around to the bitches that started this shit. Yeah. Um, all right. So now Me Too is having like uh, unintended consequences because of Me Too. Like men have admitted that. They refuse to talk to women in the workplace. They don't want to be left alone with women in the workplace. Uh, they try to avoid women as much as possible. Uh, it's even got to a certain point where less women are getting hired for jobs. And as far as dating goes, uh, women are complaining that they're having a hard time, you know, getting a man because you know men are not really looking to date. Like like I said, more and more men are just. Deciding it's just a lot easier to be single. Well, just to piggyback on that, on that, on that last, uh, on that last list that you just mentioned about men not willing to date and deciding to becoming single. See, that what do you call this? That that's um, that's accurate. That's that's it's extremely accurate because. I mean, nowadays, like, how how do you how do you go up to a woman and and compliment her on anything like her eyes or her hair without you know feeling yeah you know I mean fe- feeling like like it's an aggressive approach based on you know based on 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 your um, first impression. Like, how do we know? How, how do we know now? Because of this Me Too movement, it's it's really uh, giving the men, like, insecurities. Not not really insecurities about themselves, but we really have to limit what we say now. We can't be as smooth. We can't be as confident as what to say and compliment a woman without having to face the like, consequences on what we say now. We... We got there's limitations as to what we say. We have to filter ourselves, you know, just like in work areas. You know, when when there's like one uh, one female working in a reception area and it's predominantly like uh, uh, men in the in the work in the workforce. Like we have to now, we can't even joke around. Like us guys can't even joke around about stupid things without yeah, like, affecting. Uh... Uh, you know, that one yeah, I mean, I'm just glad. I'm just glad there was no me too when we were in college. When I said that joke about, uh, I guess we'll call it Tiffany. When uh, you know, we're doing the 3D models. Oh yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. Tiffany is a close name. That's yeah. it rhymes. <laughs> 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 Tiffany rhymes with. <laughs> and uh, they were saying like, you know, letters out of that name. Yeah, I'm just like. My professor was saying that you know, without your legs, you can't have an ass. Like you need you need your legs to make an ass. 
And I said, uh, so what's Tiffany's excuse? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he didn't say without the legs you need to ask. He, he, he said, he said, uh, um, he said it in an anatomy term, on the scientific anatomy term. Like without the gluttons or something like that, or without the buttocks. You need like, you need the buttocks or you need the, uh, the waist or, um, you said you need legs, you need legs together, like great your ass. Right, because we're doing 3D modeling, and our 3D model was, for some reason, uh, a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? What's, what's <laughs> Tiffany's excuse? Yeah, what's Tiffany's excuse? Because she, she had no ass. And she was wearing the, um... She, she got that, uh... You know, she had that, she had like a paper plate back there. <laughs> Yeah, if, if if that was uh if that was ever mentioned if that was mentioned today and we were in college and you and you said something like that today, she'll take that shit to like you know, ABC News or Channel Seven News and call it a uh, sexual what it was, um, a sexual attack or sexual harassment attack. You be on that. Probably like, I think said I have no ass. And I felt to me, I felt like less of a human being. It was I mean, so, you, it was so traumatic. Would you have felt wrong for saying that, or is it because you just didn't like her? No, I don't feel wrong for saying it. <laughs> I I just thought it was like a perfect joke at the perfect time because she had no ass and she has two legs. She still has no ass, so that's why I'll just. I just I thought it just picked perfectly. I couldn't yeah, use it. I couldn't use it on uh I couldn't use it on uh fuck uh I guess we'll call her uh fuck it, I'll just say Bridget. I couldn't use it on Bridget. I couldn't use it on Michaela. Your <laughs> name is Bridget. <laughs> no, but she she pronounces it different. She, she, oh it's the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled the same. It's spelled the same, but she pronounces it different. Hers is quote unquote French or whatever. <laughs> I'm Korea. Oh no, motherfucker! You're just regular black. No, Stop yeah. pretending like you're something else. <laughs> the only good thing. The only good thing about her was the laugh. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> you a fool. You <laughs> fool. Um, but back on back on that note about um, you know how, how guys are are mourning towards like well, I mean for for the women though, well for women though, like I have no sympathy for them because like they they brought it on to themselves, like. You can't you can't just like accuse people of sexual harassment, sexual assault after every little thing. Like if I look, if you if I look at your ass, you know, like you can't, and all of a sudden you want to get me for sexual harassment. You can't blame a guy for not wanting to talk to you or not wanting to be bothered. And then also, like I said, and I think for the date, that's uh, for the dating sense, that makes it hard because it's like, how do I know if I'm attracted to you if I can't check you out? Cause I mean, a chick she might have like a, a beautiful face, but if the body's fucked up, then like I don't want it. 
you know, or like if she got like crooked toes or something. You know, so you trying to, you know, check her out, make sure like everything looks good to you. You know, like, you know, make sure that like, she has, you know, all 10 toes. You know, where she got like, you know, 10 fingers, not 11. Excuse no me, sir. My eyes are up here. Bitch, I was looking at your toes, okay? Yeah. I was just making sure you're getting your proper pedicure. I was making sure your toes are I was looking at your toes. If I fuck up toes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with you. It's like, oh, I thought you were looking at my tits. See, bitch, that was another assumption. What makes you think everyone's looking at your tits? Well, first of all, nice. bitch, I mean, first of all, <laughs> bitch, if you, if you actually had tits, then I'll look at them. You know, but you can't just walk around with eight cup titties. You know, you got the chest of a 12-year-old boy and expect me to look at them. No, look, oh, yeah, I was looking at your ass. I want to make sure, you know, there was no cottage cheese back there. If there was cottage cheese back there, no, I might not want to hit it. This is an epidemic. This is an but issue. Like, like, like I said, though, it, it is to the point now where, and you can understand why, you can understand why, you know, 75% of millennials who are married they said they found their uh, their significant other on uh, dating sites, and you can see why. Because you know, if you're if you're trying to find a girl, you're dating going on the dating site is the best bet because then she knows what your intentions are, and you know what her intentions are, and that is you are looking to date somebody, and you don't have to worry about okay, if I say this, you know, she'll give me she'll you know I can go to jail. Or, you know, if I'm looking at her titties, then online I can look at her titties all day. And she can't do nothing about it because she doesn't know that I'm looking at her titties. But in public, you know, I look at her titties and also have sexual harassment. It makes a lot of sense. It makes too much sense. Especially when, um, well, especially with dating sites. There's a profile and there are, um, there's also a, uh, I don't know if it's a question, but a little category um that says interests right so you get to post in your interests like if you want men female or if you want a, a, a f buddy friends with benefits or if you want a relationship or if you just want friends so you get to pick you get to pick through um like uh throughout the the lists on that category well, yeah, as like like, yeah like yeah because like you know ask you are you looking for a relationship uh, I want a date, but nothing too serious. Right, right. The ones uh, that I just want yeah. women. The women that scare me away is the ones that says, "Uh, I want. I'm looking to get married." No, that that always scares me away because. Yeah, but it's not I, for everybody. But I mean, my point is, like, at least it's stated on their profile, so there's no like guessing. There's no trying to find out. You know, everything's already listed. Everyone's yeah, stated. No, like, like so trying to get married, I can just be like, okay, well, I'm not looking to get married right now, so I'll just move on from her. So swipe, yeah, swipe, swipe, swipe left. It's like going grocery shopping, you know. Um, it's no, it's actually kind of like it's kind of like kind of like looking for a job. Or looking for a job. Yeah, that's a good way of doing. It. Uh, that's a good way of interpreting it. Um, looking for a job. You know, you look for the requirements, look for the skills. Uh, as as a um, as an employer, you, you look for the skills, requirements, um, and experience. And if they fit, I mean, if they fit all the uh, criteria, 
of what you're looking for, then go for it. You hire that person. You're the employer. You're hiring this girl. I mean, in this case, you're the employer. Uh, uh, yeah, no, she's the employer. Well, she's she's the employer. She's looking. She's she has. She's and, and she's if, going if like, to. And if you like me. And if you're like me, you know, you just get every girl just blocking you. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes I go on there when I'm high and I say things I shouldn't say. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you, should, you should go in there. It's like going to a job interview, bro. You should not go in there high. Like, like one time, like this girl, she blocked me because I, I wrote her like, I said, you look like your breath stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and she blocked me. Your breath or your breast? No, your breath. <laughs> Why would you say that? She, she did. And she, looked like, she looked like somebody had bad breath. <laughs> How does someone look like their, their breath smells? So like, is it hair or is it like... There's something, hey, there's something about your lip. Your lip looks kind of dry. Like, you, you look, your lip looks like you haven't been drinking water for a month. So, therefore, it stinks. No, like, you know, like, some people, you just look at them. You're like, man, I bet that person got, like, bad breath. What the fuck? <laughs> what, you got, like, smell vision on your on your screen or what? Like, you scratch and sniff? I was just looking at her. I was just looking at her profile. Oh, real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks just like she. She looks like she got funky breath. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm pounding her ass right now. Hey, <laughs> I hope you bring scope in our first date. <laughs> yeah, like, so she blocked me, and another chick blocked me. Cause I was like, you know what? I find you somewhat attractive, and she blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, you know, like, between to the scale of one to ten, you're a five, you know, somewhat. Bro, <laughs> if she can block you for saying she's somewhat attractive, I wonder what she would do if you told her she was fully attractive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's gonna harass me. She's gonna call the cops on you, bro. <laughs> Should be like, bitch, you're, you're that's ugly. That's that bullshit I'm talking about. Yeah, we're, we're so sustained. We're, we're so sustained from from complimenting someone without getting in trouble or without getting bashed for it. Without without looking like a creep. You know what I mean? We can't even call a person beautiful anymore without second guessing it or without. Well, without that's, why, that's why. That's why. That's why. You're I'm beautiful. Somewhat, let's say you're somewhat attractive. No, it's some wood. Look what that shit got you. <laughs> Man, she blocked me. Hey, bro, you say she's full, if you say she's fully attractive, she's gonna call nine one one. If she say if you tell her she's fine, you got five or ten in prison. I know she's been like, well, that's why the other girl. I, well, she wasn't like that check, but I just said like, look, when you, you look like you look like your breast thing, and that got me blocked. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> How do you get blocked? How do you get blocked for I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. But that's, they, they block me. I would laugh, dude. If I was a chick, I'd be like, Motherfucker, how do you know my birthday? 
it's like, have we kissed before? Have we dated before? Did we well, talk? I was like, hey, oh, you know, I, I always been like, well, look, we can go out on a date and you can prove me wrong. Hey, that's a good line. Yeah. 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 But she never gave me that opportunity. She just blocked me. Because <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck. This motherfucker's right. I'm going to have to block his ass. I'm going to block his ass. How dare, how dare he tell, tell the truth? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but the worst, the worst, I always, I always did it just to crack myself up. I gotta, I gotta lower my standards now because my breath stinks. <laughs> now, this is one girl. This is one girl. Uh, this, this is one girl. She posted a, a picture of herself as a, a black chick, but she had an afro. And so I, I told her, "Man, your hair looks like you just got off a of slave, just walked off a of slave ship." <laughs> <laughs> What did she say? What did she say? She blocked. She blocked. <laughs> Why did you just say this shit, bro? What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh, you're too much. You're too much. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucking bored. Huh? <laughs> were you bored? Did you did you eat a oh, full brownie? What happened, uh, man? I just been doing social experience. <laughs> I just, I just want to see what, what happens. <laughs> and you know, that's what I want to do with, like... And that's probably what I want to do with POF. Not to, I'm just going to fuck around and just, you know what? Let me let me see let me see how far I can go with these jokes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about these dating apps, the weird thing about these dating apps is, like, I really don't know what to say. Because, like, I'm talking to a chick online. Like, if it's in person, you know, it's different. Be like, okay, you introduce yourself and... You try to get to know a person online. I really don't know what to say, so I just sometimes, sometimes I just you know come up with some shit, and it sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But then like when uh like the chicks that be blocking me, I just be saying that shit for you know shits and giggles. <laughs> they, they, can't, they, can't, they can't take a joke, bro. They take, just like you, man. They're taking this shit seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I see. I thought it was funny though, because like she had an afro, it was nappy, so I was like, man, you look like you just stepped off a, you look like you just walked off a slave ship. So I just, and then I thought she would have been able to take a joke. I guess not. Was she cute? Like people just don't have a sense of humor these days. Duh. Why are you like, well, yeah, she, she was. She was. She was cute, but she. Well, she had she looked like Kunta Kinte's mama. Dude, that's that's another one. Like social humor, like we can't even joke around anymore without offending somebody. Oh, bro! Offending a a a a a a point five percent, you know, group without offending this group, you know, and they take our jokes to the extreme. And you know, turn it into something else. Turn it into a negative. Like right, every well, people uh, who started, so offended. So, okay, so I found this. Um, sorry to cut you off. So yeah, I found this uh, list of why dating has been so complicated uh, since Me Too came up last year. 
So number one is that uh, social rules are changing at lightning speed. For example, it's only been a few years that it was uh, you know in vogue to sleep with anyone who slapped right on you, but now social rules around dating and hooking up have drastically changed pretty much overnight. Ever since the whole sexual harassment allegations in Hollywood hit the news, hooking up is actually a big deal now. So the thing to do is that you know, still things are just changing so fast, it's hard to know whether what you're doing is acceptable or not. So me telling a bitch that uh, she looked like her breath stank, obviously it's not acceptable because I got blocked. But so, but it's basically like you don't know what to say to the to the chick, because you don't know what you're saying is uh, is is acceptable or not. So like they're just talking about just like fucking a girl if you're fucking a girl you meet online. So like you know it goes back to the whole like you know you're spooning naked but you can't grab her titty type of thing. Look at I mean look at Kevin Hart. I, I mean this is probably going a little bit off from the new movement. But look at look at the story with Kevin Hart. He gets he gets uh, bashed on because of one simple gay joke. So nowadays, so what comedians are not filtered. Like I thought, I thought being a comedian is talking talk about jokes and nothing is serious. So now we can't talk about jokes anymore. And if we say anything about gays as a joke, that becomes like an offense and like uh, um, discrimination against the gay community because. You know, people are taking it seriously. Yeah, pretty much. And it goes back to like the feminists, feminists in this, uh, you know, fem- feminist um, group and then the Me Too uh, movement. You know, like we back back to you know guys, like guys are, are are pulling back. We're just pulling back. We're not we're not saying what we usually say anymore because we're afraid that you know we're gonna offend. We're gonna offend the uh, the, the opposite sex. We're gonna we're gonna offend another gender because they don't get our jokes, or I mean, or the things are just unacceptable now. So now we're we're filtering. Not only are we filtering ourselves, but even besides filtering ourselves, we're not gonna even go with it. We're not gonna even go with the process. We're not gonna go with the whole dating. See, we're not we're not gonna go through it because we're you know, we're, we're afraid of this kind of bullshit to where we're gonna get blamed for every every little little touch, little thing we say. It's 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 I don't know, it's it's a problem, man. This this movement is, is a huge problem and it's it's not really helping helping anybody out, both genders. Which, uh, female and male gender. <clears throat> well, and the number two thing is, uh, you have no idea just how you can offend your date. So another problem that men are having is that bitches are easily triggered these days. And, uh, all it takes is for you to say one thing. Well, all it takes is to say one thing, and it, it can just trigger trigger a bitch, and it's it's over from there. Yeah. So you don't know what to say. Like you know, 
if a, if a girl asks you like, "Hey, does it just make me look fat?" and you say yes, then it's, it's over for you. You trust but if you, but if you lie, you become an untrust trustworthy person. Yeah. So you lose both ways, right? You lose yep, both ways. And, and then number three is that one little mistake ruin your chances with your date. And so what that means is that like if you say if what you say is truly distasteful then uh well of course this article you deserve to be alone but I think this is a, a bitch that wrote this so fuck her. But um <laughs> Yeah well her name is Jennifer Lee. So yeah according to Jennifer like if you say something distasteful then you deserve to be alone. Uh, she says, I'm telling you, I've accidentally said things that are no longer appropriate, but were fine to say even six months ago. It's just getting hard to keep up with what is and isn't PC. Also, make sure you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Number four, you don't have to see eye to eye on politics. No, it says if you don't see eye to eye on politics, it's definitely over. So if you're if a girl you're dating is a Democrat but you're a Republican, she'll break up with you. If you don't agree with her on any on politics, it's over. Let, let me ask you this: If let, let's say if a friend of yours who happens to be female comes up to you and told you about a guy that she was dating and they've been dating for like a week or two weeks and let's say they've been going on now for about a month right and she's a friend of yours and then one day she tells you um I, I, I got raped he raped me um two two weeks or you know, two weeks within the day. What would you, what would you say? And she's trying to come to you because you're like her friend. Would you believe her, or would you try to find, um, or would you try to get the other side of the story? That way, you get the full story and try to, you know, put every like get both stories and put it together. And get a solution out of the story or a conclusion out of the story, and um, try to find, find like, uh, a I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it to you like this: Chris Rock had uh, made a joke. This is when the whole uh, Chris Brown Rihanna thing happened. Yeah, and uh, he basically said that he can't judge Chris Brown because he doesn't know Rihanna personally, and he uses. He uses two daughters as an example So he said that his oldest daughter She likes to talk back She has a mouth on her She right. talks a lot of shit And so if his oldest daughter Came up to him and be like Daddy, daddy My boyfriend raped me His first reaction is gonna be What, what did you say? Yeah, what the fuck did you do? Like, what yeah. did you say? Because he knows how uh, Not rape me, but like My, uh, my boyfriend whooped my ass so his first reaction, like, if she said, like, oh, my boyfriend uh, whooped my ass, his first reaction is going to be like, well, okay, what did you do? What did okay. you say? 
because he knows his daughter has a mouth on her that you know she can she know especially you know you know this being in relationships women know how to push buttons and especially a mouthy woman could push the right buttons to like you know make a dude want to hit her while his youngest daughter you know she's quiet doesn't say much keeps to herself and so he said that you know if she came up to him and said no daddy my boyfriend hit me his reaction his first reaction is going to get a gun and kill that motherfucker and so yeah because he knows so to answer your question it'll just basically be like how well i know this how well i know this girl and and now determine because i know like there's one female friend that i have where if she were to tell me that i might not believe her because i know how she is you know, okay. she 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 could lie and she's she's kind of you know she's she's a hoe so okay so you you've answered my question basically so basically you wouldn't be too biased because just because she's closer to you and you know this girl more than the guy than you know her, the guy that she's dating you would um you know kind of, well not investigate I, I guess you could say you know try to find both both stories and, and see if you can find a conclusion to what happened it's kind of like the story i'm sorry to cut you off but it's kind of like the the joke that bill burr you remember bill burr that white comedian yeah, uh yeah the comedian from, from how Bob. he talks about like <clears throat> how that we should never hit women right <laughs> oh here you go hitting women okay so like we should never hit women true it's wrong i think men for the most part if you're not a, a a female who's a ufc fighter or a wrestler or a bodybuilder but for the most part men and the masculine masculine uh, masculinity are are built differently than women so we're for the most part we're built stronger and more sturdier than women right i mean it's, you agree with me right okay <clears throat> and of course we should back down because sometimes we just don't know our own strength right we we might we might end up, end up punching a, a, a someone a woman um the same way we punch a guy because we just we're, we're just uh we underestimate our strength or you know our power so that being said when going back to bill burr how we, how he talks about like um we you know women should never we should we should never hit women at the same time, how how far does it go to where women can take advantage of that fact, supposedly, and use it against us and try to push our buttons to the extreme, talking about threats, this, that, I'm going to mess, mess up your life, I'm going to mess up your family, I'm going to take all your money, I'm going I'm to I'm call the cops on you. I mean, where's where, where's where's the uh, where's that line? You know, where, how how far can they cross that line before you can? You know what, bitch? I'm, I'm gonna give you a little. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little Mayweather tap real quick and run. <laughs> You're like, where where's that line? You know, is there a line they can cross? I'm sure there's a line they can cross, right? Yeah, because they can they can they can fucking yeah. I've been in a relationship where, I mean, I've, 
Look, I've never hit a woman in my life, you know. And I, I've been raised by, you know, it's me and my brother. Uh, we were raised by, by uh, one woman, which is my mom. She's, she's been a single mother. And she raised two boys. So we were raised not, not to physically, you know, uh, get into you know, a violent altercation with a you know with a woman because it's just wrong. That's a, that's like the old fashioned way. I I had a girlfriend one time and she started. She's small, dude. She's like five feet tall at the time, and we were living together. We got into a verbal argument to where it got so extreme and so harsh. At, I said something that pushed her butt, and she started hitting me, but I never laid a hand on her. Now, if you ask me, if, if I was going to go back to that time when I was at, uh, when I was with her, if you ask me, but did you want to punch her in the face? I'm like, yeah. I want to suck her so bad for, like, scratching my face, hitting me here, because she took advantage of the fact that, you know, men are not supposed to hit women. And nowadays... We, we have this Me Too movement and feminists who want equality and they think, yeah, we want equality, but you guys can't hit us back if we hit you. Or if we touch you, you can't touch us. Like, wait, where's the equality in that? That's it. What is that? So, are you cherry picking here? Or, wait, you, you get to you get to get the good parts, right? But we can't do that? That's you not fair. That's, want, that's not equality. The only one equality when it's... Uh... When it benefits them. <clears throat> yeah, when it benefits them. Yeah. Um, and Bill Bill was talking about that story about Rihanna and Chris Brown. So he, he said, like, look, it sucks what happened to Rihanna. Like, nobody deserves that, you know, a beating like that. But what the fuck did Rihanna say to Chris Brown to fucking beat her down like that? Like, she must have said some fucked up shit. Like, like, she must have said something like, fuck you, Chris Brown. I hate you. You know what? I fucked all your homeboys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I fucked Craig. I fucked, I fucked Milgu. You know, I fucked all of them. And your best friend and your brother. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. How dare you? Like, of course. You know that of ain't right. It's a friend of mine. Oh, shit. Of course, man. I mean, dude. And if it was true... If this bitch slept with all your homeboys and your best friend and your brother and your cousin, come on. Like, uh, like, how much patience do you have until, you know what, bitch? Fuck you. Pop. You know what I mean? You gonna do me like that? Pop. I mean, I, again, it's, you know, uh, violence sucks. <laughs> you know, um, domestic violence sucks, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but how did it happen? Who started it? What the fuck did she say? What did she do? Was she threatening me? Did she have a knife in her hand? Well, Look, I mean, if, if, if a woman has a knife in her hand, bro, if a, if a woman has a knife in her hand and she's charging at me, I'm going to punch her in the face. I'm going to kick her. If I'm not a puncher, I'm going to kick her down and fucking disarm her ass. And I'll stop when she's down. Yeah. So there, there, there's there's no reason to punch a woman? 
I'm sure there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> well, I mean, do say that seventy percent of domestic violence cases, the women are the the instigators. The instigators, yeah. Me too. <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, it's. I, I don't know what the solution is to this. Like, what, what, what can we do as men, as heterosexual men, to make, to, you know, to, to make these these women understand, and how we, how can we make it easier for them, without, without them stepping in our feet? You better off just to. Uh... Jacking off. <laughs> yeah, stay single and jack off. I mean, pretty soon, man, they're 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 already um, perfecting these uh, female androids. They don't talk back. So <laughs> Japan, yeah. they've got like <laughs> they've got these like life size dolls, you know, for um. For uh, for company for uh, companionship. <laughs> so, ladies, as is for you, ladies. I mean, straighten up your shit, you know. Because I mean, without men, there's no reproduction. There's no. We make women. We we reproduce. We make both. We make people. You know. And you can't just be a woman and be like, well, you know, we don't really need men. We can always go to sperm bank. Bitch, you still need a dude to, you know what I mean? To reproduce that sperm for you. To reproduce that semen. So you need men in your life to keep this, uh, you know, this, this, this civilization growing. I'll tell that, tell that to, uh, a uh, Bridget. That's her name. Is it Bridget or Bridget? Uh, who gives a fuck what her name is? It's spelled Bridget. <laughs> but she said that uh, you know men ain't shit. I thought she got that five hundred dollar dildo. Did you explain who Bridget is in this uh, episode? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she she's a uh... <laughs> your girlfriend. <laughs> no, she, she I tell you, she's one of her she's one of her classmates and. We had a question here. I couldn't know she had a crush on somebody else. And I couldn't uh, use her as an example for, you know, the, the flat ass joke, so I just used Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, dude, and you know what's even getting worse, man? The epidemic of gold diggers. Gold diggers. That's like another category. Of like power, power hungry, money sucking parasites, and freaking vultures, you know, like just circling around, looking for like rich men to marry and fuck them over, and divorce, get impregnant, uh, get impregnated by them, and depending on how much money you make as a man. All your hard-working money, you're giving half of that to her. 
because of uh, alimony, um, child support, and depending on the on the uh, expenses of the lifestyle that the, that the child has grown up with, and depending on your on on how much you make on the annual income base, you're giving her half of what you're making. And that's these gold diggers. These, these gold diggers are no joke, man. They would fuck you up. And that's what goes back to the Biggie song. No, don't love no hoe is his principle. Bitch, man, the money. Add me. Jamie Foxx song. She's a gold digger. Fred and Yeah, she a gold digger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying she's a gold digger. She ain't, yeah. she, sorry, she ain't dating no broke diggers. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, be you know what would really um, solve this issue. Especially, I mean, with the whole gold digger issue, yeah. if 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 there was a zombie apocalypse, why everything's just going to be based on stamina, strength, and endurance and survival. But the person, the person you're going to be hooking up with is the person who'll be able to protect you. That that should be it. I mean, that should just be the golden line right there. No, so she's on her own. She's on her own. Yeah. She feel like she's gonna push you push you to the zombies. Like, I gotta live. <laughs> nah, just no at that point it's every person for themselves, so she's on her own. Yeah man, that's pretty cool, man. It's like you're losing hope for humanity. Oh no, I'm just losing hope for women. Yeah, but you need women, man, to uh to to help do I do I really need women? Well, you well you need women to to help. Bro, they to got help, to they, continue they got, with your lineage. They, you got, they got pocket pussies now. But you, what about? I mean, don't you want to stamp have have a mini me of you? You still uh, need women I, to reproduce. I, not not really, especially when these judges are forcing dudes to pay you know three million dollars worth of child support if the shit don't work out. Yeah, some bullshit, right? Yeah. Some bu- like who? Who like are some of the? Uh, like women don't even have celebrity to mentions. Yeah, women don't even have to work. They just got to get pregnant, and they get that child support money. Who do you got? Who do you got that's suffering through that? What? Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson's one of them. No, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Blake Griffin. Who's Who's Griffin again? Blake Griffin, the basketball player. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, um recently, recently, recently uh Kevin Garnett and his wife got divorced and uh Kobe Bryant? No. Uh, no, they're still together. But uh, Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Kevin Garnett and his wife recently got divorced and the judges ordered him to pay uh roughly uh three million dollars a month on child support. Wait, how much? Three million a month. Three million a month? Yeah. What kind of fucking diapers are you are you buying this baby? 
like gold plated diapers or like, what the fuck? What the fuck does this baby need to eat? Where this bitch needs like, a million a month? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? See, that's that bullshit. I mean, where's the okay? Where's where's the me to equality when you need it? I thought we I thought we were talking about equality here. What happened to equality? Oh, <laughs> oh, like I said, it's totally, the only one equality when it's beneficial to them. Uh, come on, feminist. Okay, that's a lie. Back, back right. yourself, feminist. Well, we right, need I take, equality. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. He has to pay $190,000 a month. How much? $190,000 a month on child support. So let me do Nobody even class. makes a, a, a working well, he's a, he's a working a middle class person he's a former doesn't even make does even make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, so he has to pay a hundred and ninety thousand a month. So if you do the math, uh that's My three million dollars. That's three million dollars a year in child support. A year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't know, man. This this system is fucked up, dude. Well, luckily for him, he used to play basketball. What about um, alimony? I mean, not alimony. Um, if you don't sign sign up a prenup. Oh know, no 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 part- no! See, the story gets even crazier. He made her sign a prenup when they first got married. She's trying to. Uh, She's taking them to court to get the prenup uh, annoyed. I mean, not annoyed, but annulled. She's trying to get rid of the prenup. Damn. Bitch doesn't work or what? Uh, well, she was married to a basketball player, so I'm pretty sure she never had to work. Gosh, dude. Some bullshit. Makes you not want to be famous. And it makes you not want to get married. It makes you not want to have kids. Yeah, and women, women wonder like why men fear marriage or or get scared what are talking about oh, marriage and stuff. Uh, women wonder why less and less men want to get married. Right, right. Now, okay, so it'd be one hundred ninety thousand dollars a month just for child support for spousal support. It's an additional one hundred forty-six thousand dollars a month, and the bitch wants another three hundred thousand dollars a month, so she could pay. So she wants him to pay her a three hundred thousand dollars a month to cover her legal fees for her lawyer. So it's like, so it's like, bitch, you hired a lawyer to divorce me, but you want me to pay the lawyer. I'm gonna hire the most expensive lawyer for this case, but motherfucker, you gotta pay for it. Bitch, I gotta pay for it. I'm gonna gonna hire the most expensive lawyer so I can get rid of your ass, but you gotta pay for it. Exactly. (laughs) What the fuck? It's like like, like you take a girl on a date and she's like, you know what? I want pizza. You know, I changed my mind. I don't even want the pizza. I just want you to pay for it. I'm like, bitch, why do I got to buy a pizza for if I don't want it? <laughs> because I want it. Well, then you fucking buy it, bitch. Dude, like, what, what, what happened, man? 
is this part of is this part of their 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 um uh, physical makeup? I mean, is this is this in their gene? Is this like an animalistic thing? Is this um is this like a a, a nature thing, or is this programmed from the media? Is this is this you know are, are these women being programmed from what they've learned in school, from what they've learned from their mom, from their parents, from you know, the grandmas, I mean, do they watch this on TV? Like, where are they getting all this? Where are they learning how to become a gold digger? And it's it's okay not to work, just marry someone who's successful and rich, who makes a lot of money and works hard for their, their money, and you'll be fine. Like, where, where is the line? Where's the education? You know, where I'm not I'm not understanding this. No, it's okay, like okay now for the Kevin Garnett thing, this is what like fucks me up. So okay, he made her sign a prenup. She's in her argument in court is that she wants to get rid of the prenup because she says that okay, so Kevin Garnett, the basketball player, he is worth Uh, he made okay during his basketball he retired, but during his career he made over three hundred forty three million dollars playing basketball. Yeah. So, so that's his net, net, net worth, right? Yeah. So it's worth. She, yeah. So his ex wife is arguing that uh, based on the prenup, out of that three hundred forty three million, she will only be getting one million dollars, and she's saying that that he's basically leaving her with nothing. But it's like he's giving you one million dollars, and you're saying that's nothing. It's like nobody even makes a million dollars a year. Like not people, people who work in regular jobs, even even good jobs, don't make a million dollars in one year. Bitch, you're making this one million dollars in just yeah, a few months. Okay, yes, yeah, she, she's taking them to court because she said that they had a a, a joint bank account, and that joint bank account had twelve million dollars in it. And he took the whole twelve million dollars when she, when she went to uh, get the money out of the account. There was no money left in. He took all the money, but he should because it's his money. He made it. First of all, she should be she should be grateful that he even offered to give her a million dollars. Here's another story. Um, so, uh, you watch The Breakfast Club, right? Uh, from time to time. But you know what The Breakfast Club is, right? Yeah. Charlemagne the God and all them, right? DJ Cruz or whatever. According, according to uh, Monique, Charlotte Man the God is like uh, ruining oh. black youth. I was going to mention Monique. So Monique was interviewed. And so basically Monique um, was talking with Netflix and they were trying to have some sort of a business negotiation for her to have her own um, a Netflix special. A stand-up uh, Netflix special. And oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. This is uh, this is what she got mad because uh, Netflix, Netflix, uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock got more money than her, and she claimed oh, sexism. They were getting like eight, what eight, ten million or something, or probably I don't even know what what it is, but it's a lot. Uh, yeah, let me look at the let me look at the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out real quick. But while you're looking at it, um, so basically Netflix offered. Monique, I believe, three hundred fifty thousand or four hundred 
thousand. I know for sure it was like a little bit half half a mil or a little bit less than half a mil to uh, to have her own special. So she was complaining, and she had her um, her manager, who's also her husband, who she calls Daddy. <laughs> hey, Daddy. Daddy, what you think about this, Daddy? Um, so her husband, who's her manager, was helping her or complaining or trying to complain or trying to uh, get people to... Um, all right, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I got the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the- uh, okay so Monique was offered five hundred thousand dollars okay. for a uh, Netflix special. So it is a mill, half a mill. Okay. Yeah, but she was mad because Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock both got twenty million dollars each for their Netflix special. Oh, so they did get twenty million. Okay. Yeah, so there's that's why she was claiming uh, Netflix is being sexist. And so she, I think she tried. I don't know if she did a Twitter thing, but she uh, she was trying to get like a petition to uh, uh, to, I don't know a petition to Netflix or whatnot for for her to get paid more or to, to well get- uh, well Wanda Sykes said that Netflix only offered her five hundred thousand too, and she was uh, offended by that because again, you know Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle got more; they got twenty million dollars. So <laughs> because she had an Oscar. She's missing on her on resume, basing it off of the Oscar. But then she got the Oscar, like, how many years ago again? She uh, got what Oscar? Ten years, ten years ago. Ten years ago, and she hasn't been doing anything since then. Yeah, so she was... To me, to me, it's not even about that. Like, I don't, and it also goes into, like, the, the, the women's soccer team thing, too. But it's like, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, the reason why they get paid so much more money is because... The numbers. Well, not only that, but they're more famous than her. Well, and not only that, they're funny and and they've got the numbers. Meaning, well, yeah, so I'm saying like, yeah, like if you if you go on Netflix right now and you see Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Monique, you have you're clicking Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock first before you click Monique. Exactly. So they get the most views. So it's all based on the uh, the numbers. Now, because of of the uh, because of the offer, she was claiming first she was claiming it was like a a, a race car. But then she couldn't use that race card because, well, obviously Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are black, so yeah. you can't use the race card on this. So, bitch, don't use your race card on this. And so then she's she like, used, okay, she used, the, she used the gender card. She used the gender card, and then she used, yeah, she used the gender card. She's like, oh, because I'm a woman, they're not paying me that much. I'm like, wait a minute, there was this one uh, comedian woman who I don't think was funny anyway, who was actually offered a lot of money. Uh, Schumer, I think it was Schumer. Yeah, uh, so that Amy Schumer got offered uh she got paid 13 million. So she got 13 million. And now she and now she was going back to using both the race and the gender card to her, okay, well, well, it, it was because she's a white bitch. That's why. I was like, no, bitch. Like, I don't think Amy Schumer is funny. I still think Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are funny. Well, yeah, but <laughs> And in 2019, and well, in twenty in twenty nineteen though, Amy Schumer is a lot more popular than Monique is. It was the popularity, the numbers, and the statistics on like if you're Netflix, you would you would think like okay, who's gonna bring a lot of people? Who's gonna bring in the money? That's what they're thinking about. They're thinking about the money. It's not a color thing. It's not a gender thing. They're 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 a business. All about business. Like okay, we're gonna we're gonna get a comedian here, but we're gonna get a comedian who can bring 
bring numbers to the venue, right? That's that's what we're looking at. Monique has had an Oscar 10 years ago. What has she been doing for those past 10 years? Nothing. So people are forgetting about her. She All they can remember is that, what, Moesha or whatever that show was. And that was like how many years? That was like 20 years ago. 20 years ago. <clears throat> so, okay, so going back to Monique, um, if I was Monique, I'd be like, I'll take the 500,000. Look, you're making 500,000 in about a week or two weeks work. work. You're doing a one hour special and you're making $500,000. Netflix is already um, covering all the advertising for you and the marketing and all that stuff. All you gotta do is go on talk shows, go on radio shows, market your stuff and get that 500,000. But of course she was um, basing it off of her credentials and her resume. Again, going back to their resume, like, look, you were like a, a celebrity, but because you haven't been working as much, you've gotten down to like a B celebrity, almost C celebrity. So nobody really remembers you, cares too much about you. But bro, if someone was going to offer well, you- I mean, so yeah, but her, I guess, you no, know, even though I agree with you, but you no, know, as a counter argument here, you could make the argument that Dave Chappelle hadn't been working either for, you know, 10 years. Yeah, he still got $20 million. That's true, but... I mean, okay, if you're going to compare Monique and Dave Chappelle, who's funnier to you? Well, that was my point earlier. If you see Monique, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle on Netflix, you're clicking on Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock first. So they're going to get the more views, and I agree they're more funnier. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you're saying she hasn't done anything in 10 years. And I'm saying that as a counter argument, you could say Dave Chappelle hasn't done anything for 10 years either. But But who who actually okay, as far as names go, who created more of an impact? Well, Dave Chappelle, because I mean you can make the argument that Chappelle show still, even though it's been like yeah. 15 years since they canceled it. Well, not really canceled, he quit the show, but even though it's been like 15 years. A lot of people still call you know, one of the funniest comedies ever. So if I'm Netflix, I'm going to measure it. <laughs> okay, who's funnier? Who hasn't... What? What's the... Let, let me look at the resume. Let me see the background. And who can really bring us the cheese? Who can, who can bring in the money? Of course, you're going to choose. You're, you're going to go with the, the right candidate. And yeah... I would go with Dave Chappelle. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Monique is funny in her own case, but I haven't really seen that much stand-up from Monique. Not that many. Maybe because I'm not really interested in her stand-up, but she was all right. She's not... I mean, everyone has their own taste in comedians. But see, my whole point is what she was using was she, she was she she was expressing it as like a, a, a gender thing. Like like Netflix was our our I'm trying to say that Netflix, yeah, Netflix is sexist. It's sexist and biased towards men. And that wasn't even the case. So that's that's another issue right there where 
some there there are women out there who will try to find if they're if they're unhappy about something, they'll try to find excuses and use that like gender card stating, you know, that oh it's all based on, you know, bias and and you know, favoritism and you know, uh, that men are sexist and you know, man spreading and all that. And for the most part, that's not even the case. That's that's it's really not the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, but five hundred thousand dollars, bro. I mean, would you take the five hundred thousand dollars for whatever? I, mean, I I would, but you know, obviously, we're not that well. I am, but. I mean, when you, you know, sometimes the hardest thing to fall is their pride, and obviously she's a very prideful person, and she felt like she should be making as much or even more than what Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle got. Well, okay. Well, well, let me let me add let me add some more. Um, let me let me add a frosting, um, a little frosting on the um, on the cake here. So Joe Coy, the Filipino, um, yeah, half Filipino, half white comedian. Um, Pitched to Netflix, uh, wanted and wanted to do a stand-up special, and Netflix said no to Joe Coy. So you know what Joe Coy did? He used his own money to pay for his slot for his uh, stand-up in Netflix. And guess what? I think he tripled or quadrupled the uh, the amount of money that he invested. So because of that, and because because of all the views, and because of all the the um, the upbringing of you know all the viewers, um, you know watching Jokoi, Jokoi stand up, Netflix then offered him uh, money for his next special, which uh, just came out uh, this year, twenty nineteen. So, I mean, if I was Monique. I would have been grateful to take that half a mil because there are some comedians out there who are not even getting any offers from Netflix where they have to kind of like use their, their own money to get their shit going. Yeah, but I mean, again, she, she like you said, because she won an Oscar, she feels like, you know, she should be, you know, paid a certain way. And that she should, you know, she's on the same, uh, she's on par with, you know, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I get you. Well, we can go ahead and uh, end it. Uh, is there anything else that you uh, that you want to get at? No, man. Um, uh, no, I, I just. <laughs> I gotta cool off. I gotta go to the gym, hit up the gym, and cool off. And that shit got me all heated. What about you? How do you feel? Uh, well, I feel the same as I've uh, as I've always felt, you know. And uh, I just don't be taking these women seriously anymore. Yeah, you gotta be careful nowadays, bro. There's a bunch of vultures out there, sharks, and they all wear bikinis and skirts, (laughs) and yoga pants. Don't fall for the yoga pants. That shit is fucking. 
That shit's out of control. Stop it with the yoga pads. <laughs> I know what y'all are trying to do. You ain't gonna catch me. Uh-uh. All right, for the uh, social media, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both uh, expect the ant. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so we expect the ant. That's I N S P E C T A H underscore ant A N T. Uh, it's the same for both Twitter and uh, Instagram. Also, too, for the show, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just uh, search for Solo Ant. Uh, you can also find us on iHeartRadio, Specker, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're pretty much, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere now. Uh, the, honestly, the probably the best way to find us is just Google. Solo Ant is the first thing that pops up. And you just click on one of those links you can listen to the show. Thank you, Google. We love yeah. you. Yes, we do. Love you, Google. Uh, I don't know what just happened, but it uh, sounded like you sound like Max uh, Hedrum there. What? Is it again? No, I said I don't know what just happened on your end, but you sounded like a Max Hedrum. Who's that? Remember Max Hedrum from the 80s, that uh, white guy with the like classic blonde hair. What movie? It's a TV show, a kid show. No, I don't remember it, man. Ah. Your link. Sorry, bro. You fucking, you fucking millennial. Fucking millennial. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Romeo, want to give out your social media info? Yeah, man. Um, well, everything else that uh, social ad. Social ads. <laughs> yeah, social ad. Social ad. Everything that um, Inspector Ad mentioned. Um, also, if you want to find me on my IG, it's uh, Aubrey Freely underscore 81. Feel free to follow or not follow. Doesn't really matter to me. Um, but it's up to you. If you want to leave a message, go ahead. You can do that too. Um, and of course, leave comments. We would love to hear your thoughts like us download us um anything else you want to mention um if if there are any tell like your uh, friends tell your friends your friends and then they can tell their friends this uh the numbers in our last part our last episode has been increasing as far as downloads go so we do appreciate that well, what's uh, our last episode was like two weeks ago but we appreciate you guys still listening. Yeah, appreciate you listening. Also, if you want a like personal shout out, let us know. Feel free to, uh, of course, like us and follow us and leave a comment, and we can definitely uh, shout you out on the next episode. If you have any questions, feel free to ask us any questions. We'll be happy to answer them, even like answer them in our next episode, if anything. All right. Um, well, uh, quickly, uh, some more Twitter shout outs. I want to thank uh, shout out Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Meyer uh, for liking uh, our podcast on uh, Twitter and also to uh, Cregan Dow. Uh, he claims to he claims he was on Big Bang Theory. So I take his word for it. But uh, shout out to him. And uh, if you truly are, we're on Big Bang Theory. Uh, I might need to hit you up because uh now, Romeo and I are actually looking for agents, and maybe you can be the, the our contact, our connect. So, uh, yeah, a shout out to you, shout out to Jeff, 
and uh yeah we, we're out so uh until next time uh for all the men out there bitches ain't shit and uh for all the women out there you ain't shit either so uh that'll be the end of the show <laughs> okay um yeah you, you said it all bro uh have a good night yeah. and uh ladies don't take everything so seriously yeah man, just, let us, just let us finger pop you like, like, if you want to fuck, just stop fucking around. Stop playing around. Just, just go with it. That's it. That's not bullshit. Maybe one day you'll get a real bat. Can a man look at some titties? Gosh. <laughs> now when I'm fucking off kin, I'm invincible. Don't love no hoe. That's my principle. Cause the uh, bitches come. Bitches go. That's why I get my nut and I be out the fucking door. They might be the one to set me up. Wanna get their little brother to wet me up. That's why I tote text and stuff to get him off my case. Just in case the little fucker ends up misplaced. I don't give a bitch enough to catch the bus. And when I see the semen, I'm leaving. Bitches be scheming. I catch you not. That's why I keep my windows locked and my block cop one host said, Why you so hard on us? Why you swear all bitches are so scandalous? Thug nigga till the end, tell a friend, bitch. Cause when I like it, then you go and fuck my friend, bitch. Hey, no, that ain't right. These holes, I keep them in flavors like Timbo's and Jabos. Uh, Bitches just like to play the merry go. Yeah, we know, drop the scenario. It was me, D, the MPB, uh, the blunts and brute thing, knocking some Wu Tang, M E T H. Oh shit, look at them lips and them hips on that bitch. She hit the dip so I could drop my Macadocian shit like the blunt flip and recognize a pimp. Needless to speak, the G's obsolete. Don't sleep, bang the skins in the week on the creep up the avenue. I seen her on the block, who she rapping to? That's my nigga D, damn he got G Now she fucking him and fucking me See, you know that ain't right Play a ball like a moon, play a star. She still sweat me hard, cause I'm a rap star. I'll be cruising up the block, I'll be passing her. Pippin' hard with the female passenger. And the only time I call her to hang is when me and D blunted up. This is scheming on a gangbang. She should've used the intuition. Then she wouldn't be classified in that position. Listen, she's saying that this cause I'm fucking her sister. A message to the fellas that really get some pissed up. But she started that fucking family. She fucked my man D, so why she mad at me? Plus your sister look better than you Give head better than you Pussy get wetter than you So break the fuck out like a rash I'm glad I ain't spent no cash to hit your ass Yeah